The late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the NXT preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick here to look ahead to tonight's show that used to be known as NXT. Oh! But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we know not only review the show formerly known as NXT. But... <laughs> premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a pretty good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick. Look ahead to NXT tonight. Oh, got the wrong notes here. This looks like an episode of AEW Dynamite. That stacked Hamlet. Jesus, he's been doing this all day long. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches on tonight. But, but could it be a case, Adam, of quantity over quality? I don't think We'll so. just have to wait and see. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You read through. You tell me before in the office, and it sure sounded that way. I am a giddy with excitement for this show, Sige. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got a uh, situation at home. We'll carry on. We'll, um, start, uh, we'll start with the tag team title match because that's the big thing they built towards. We saw it on the Raw yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Thank uh, you for starting with that because of the eight things, there's only two that I'm legit interested <laughs> in and that's one of them. So I appreciate you locating 50% of it. I thought genuinely the first match over-delivered. Yeah. It was way better than I expected it to be. Uh, Zoe Starks could, could... She can go and she could go to Raw SmackDown right now and she'd slot straight in clearly. But she's there to help and she's there to develop... Uh, and I don't think they're going to win because it felt like last week they were setting up the split and Zoe Stark's going to turn heel, but I kind of wish they would because the tag team champions, though baby faces, are insufferable. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be rooting very much for the challengers, but we were surely shown. Yeah, Stark lost last, last week, didn't she? You know, but it was all going fine. All she wanted to do was smash her opponent's face into a table. <laughs> and then the King of Lions was like, no, roll her back in the ring. And then it all went bloody wrong. Indy Hartwell, no less. Yes. It wasn't just a jobber. Well, kind of was, actually. Uh, yeah, I'll be rooting for the challengers, but... I think this I'm is, not holding this my breath on split, the title change. No, that's going to be the Zoe Stark's heel turn. Um, hopefully the match is as okay as it was last time. Um, 
How do they facilitate? What? <laughs> He's got fizzy drink in his mouth as well. Don't go with the equipment. I couldn't even spit it back into the can. It was just like, I wasn't even looking at you. I said, oh, wait, it's there. Good as it was last time. <laughs> Are your brain going, did I really think it was good enough? <laughs> it was better than you'd think. Yeah, it was enjoyable last time. But like, NXT has these like good openers in them every now and then, don't they? Like sometimes the show starts hot and you don't see it, was it What was the wrong, what was the problem last time? Was it the wrong person was, was legal? Yes, they did a dusty happened. finish, didn't they? So they actually had them holding the belts up and they'd won. But is it better to over-deliver on low expectations or is that the bare minimum for this thing that we dedicate so much of our lives to? We're all very busy, you know, doing the things. and <laughs> It's almost Bobby Fish. Living our lives and... It's a question I'm here to ask, answer. <laughs> <laughs> and ask, and ask. Uh, deep cuts. Deep cuts. I don't care about this match. I do not care about the prospective heel turn. I don't care about anything on this show, which makes it significantly difficult to preview. I, uh, I, uh, I sell NXT. And talk to people about buying NXT, and I'm uh, boring myself talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, yeah, it's gonna be heel turn to telegraph the fing shit out. <laughs> so it's probably gonna happen. Um, maybe Nikita Lyons could be in the ring, and she's about to get the job done. D U N E, win the title, because that way you'll uh, be wanting to support her and whatever she does next, because she's close to being a champion. Oh, bloody. Nikita, so close, so close yet, so far. If it weren't for that infernal Zoe Starks, like tagging herself in and you know losing because she's so bloody hot tempered, and uh, she's desperate to prove something. And why are you looking at us as if I've got any end of the sentence? I don't. <laughs> don't be on the hook for whatever. The I've got though, nothing like, to say. The I've way you're delivering it is like you just you're burying it with every line. But it is just how you would book this story. Yeah, it's yeah. not terribly um, engaging this angle. But it is like a million tag teams have split up this way. It's a bit like you know how anything can be anything can be deconstructed. <laughs> Football, <laughs> just uh, twenty-two men, eleven in one strip and eleven in another, kicking in a pigskin about <laughs> into two sticks with a net inside of it. <laughs> well, yeah, you've deconstructed the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they, uh, you've just deconstructed it. It's like well, yeah, but it, that is. What wrestling is, And this is a good version of it. I don't know. But ultimately, Nikita Lyons went, right, we need to back off. Mm. Right. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down, dear. <laughs> right? Don't need title, We're match. going to commercial. <laughs> so, <sighs> the show is absolutely wretched on every conceivable level. The universe breaks itself all the time. The characters are stupid. The wrestling is mediocre. The commentary is desperate in its attempts to sell you on something, yet at the exact same time, it's thoroughly apathetic and unresearched on the part of Booker T. <laughs> <laughs> Apart Pro from the ones he's trained. The promos yeah. are identical. They are taking the piss out of their own format. That's my job. Not yours. <laughs> you come up with a better format, and I won't be so dead inside previewing this absolutely wretched content. Look, I'll be nice. Zoe Starks is great. I think if she was on the main roster, she'd be in the top five in ring, at least. Not so much on the mic, but she'd be top five in the ring if she were to go to the main roster. I don't think there's any reason for her to not be on there at this point. She'd be great in that sort of AEW Dustin Rhodes, Tony Nice role, where... 
She loses more often than not, but she'll make the opponent look damn good mm. in the process. I think that the Mandy Rose title reign coming to an end, you'd think, that she would be very good as the big bad for Roxanne Perez, yeah. the, f- mm. the first one at least. So, you know, let's get on with it. It's going to happen tonight, or there's going to be a serious tease of it happening tonight, or even if the camel's brack... Camel's back doesn't break tonight. It'll be, it's, it's going to turn heel. I, I think it's a heel turn tonight. Yeah, I do get the apathy because it's think versus it's NXT. It's think versus feel. I know that the challengers are going to lose and probably split up. I earnestly hate Kiss Kanzara and Caden Carter. I feel one thing, but that's kind of unrelated to the actual match itself. The champions are like loathsome characters at this point, and yet most of the time they're cast as baby faces. But speaking of loathsome, familiar, speaking of loathsome characters that we do care for, Grace and Bloody Waller, one of the real yes. stars of this show. Um, tonight is hosting the champion and the challenger, presumably for whatever the next title match is. I don't think this is going to drag the dead lane. I, I don't, don't know, maybe so. not. Um, but it is going to be <laughs> Bran Breaker, which will be, you know, usual back and forth. It's on the Waller effect. Hmm? No, but it's, it's on the Grayson Waller effect, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. And <laughs> more importantly than that, it means Bob Wagner's going to have to pro- cut a promo about how much heart he's got. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait for this. See? Yeah. This is unbelievable if you know you know NXT stuff, this, isn't it? Von Wagner. No one knows. Just us three. (laughs) Just just us three. Like about a thousand losers on Twitter who think the Miz is the best intercontinental (laughs) champion of all time. And some 62-year-old blokes who legitimately lived through the era of Pedro Morales. (laughs) It's uh, Von Wagner. With hard cacks in the reins. Von Wagner's got two cameras to stare at, and he's going to miss them both. That's <laughs> what's going to happen on the Grayson Waller effect. He's somehow going to bodge the bit where he looks at Grayson's second camera, and he's going to see his eyes veering off into the distance. I think this is the best talk show WWE's got, genuinely. Yes. It is, but again, like, don't praise that. Yeah, it's great. It is good. Low bar for that. But there's um, some LTST here, if you recall. Because both men were involved in the first Fatal 4-Way match to determine the yeah. NXT champion. Was it the number one contender or the actual champion? What happened? On the first night, it was the number one contender. So it was... Did not someone win it? Or maybe Champa won it. Yeah, cause that's right. I'm thinking, because didn't Braun have to qualify to get into it that night or something? We basically... Here's Braun Breaker. Uh, Kyle Riley's injured. Well, here's Von Wagner. And then they were both suddenly in the big main event. Was Wagner in it? I think he was, yeah. I think he took Kyle O'Reilly's place because he was on hand. So I'm sure it was Breaker, Wagner, Champa, and LA L- Knight. A yeah. Knight. Breaker yeah. beat LA Knight on the same show to get into the match, but they let them both in anyway. Was it for a vacant title? or did I think it was it? because Joe beat Cross, but Joe got injured in the very Yeah, he got colors. injured, very yeah. badly injured uh-huh. in that match. And Regal put it up for grabs. Might have been, might have been in... Um, yeah, it must have been for the belt that, that night. Yeah. Uh, there was no Bron Breaker in it. It oh. was Tommy Chomper, LA Knight, Von Wagner, and Pete Dunne. Bloody hell. So, so Bron Breaker just beat LA Knight and just there's a bit of a statement of intent that. I think so, yeah. So, why, I, I remember because it's like, right, hang on. So, if someone's injured. Why didn't the person who just beat one of the people in the match then enter the match, but no, Von Wagner's just here? Who's he? All right. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, that was so bizarre. Ultimately, what happened to my friend Kyle? I uh, like you, Kyle. <laughs> You've got heart. heart. Um, anyway, okay, okay. stepped on my dick. You blew up my spot. <laughs> what they could do here is draw from that history and have Bron Breaker say something to the effect of, you had your big chance, you blew it. What's the difference between me and you, 
uh, Vaughn. I was going to say Bron. Same name. What's the difference between me and you, Vaughn? You failed when you took the spot. When I took the spot, apart from that business with Dolph Ziggler, I took it. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm still a champion. And Vaughn Wagner, that's a bunch of crap. Because remember when he said that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so excited for him to give him mic time. What's he going to say? I'm really worried that Robert's... St- hey! <laughs> that was a uh, voicemail from that stacks the other week. It's time to play the game. What's Von Wagner gonna say? Hey guys, hey guys. <laughs> that's, that's hell of a pivot. Hi guys, uh, what's Von Wagner? Pick a sentence or a word or anything. What's what's Von? Wagner? Is he gonna say heart? Yes or no? Basically, I think he has to. I think they could do like a little bit. The, the, they've got form. At least last week was taking the piss out of themselves. People know that Von Wagner got heavily memed. Grayson Waller is a piss taker. He's a piss taker. Um, they have taken to take the taken the piss of the, out of themselves at times. They are aware keenly that Von Wagner was a meme and fast becoming one. Hence, why they kind of downsized him, phased him out, didn't give him the microphone very often. Now they could have Grayson Waller on the Waller effect, saying, well, Vaughn, you know, people have tried to dissect um, Bron limb from limb, like J.D. McDonough. He failed. People have tried to match, people try to be intense and just unrelenting, like Ilya Dragunov. Mm. And people try to use their veteran prowess, like Dolph Ziggler, which, you know, worked for about a week. <laughs> um, I think the only way to beat him, Vaughn, is if you've got heart. And he could take the piss. He I could do take like the, piss. the idea of Grayson Waller just asking Von Wagner questions. Uh, Von, uh, you know, it's unpredictable, almost like a game of cards, uh, where, of course, you've got spades, clubs, <laughs> diamonds, and uh, what's the third one there, Von? Hearts. That's it. Hearts. Uh, do you know what I was listening to on the way over here that really got me pumped for the show? It's that song, um, Owner of a Lonely... Uh, oh, what's the, what's the, the last, last bit of that? Heart. Uh, what radio station did you hear it on? Capital. Heart. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, yeah, Ma- Sean take- Michaels dies into the conversation. Ah, what wrestler got screwed 25 years ago today? Brett, 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 Brett. Suck it! <laughs> uh, right, in terms of a, a saga, you don't need to look any further than... <laughs> Did you sing that? Has it been going on so long now? It's got a musical accompaniment. Grimes and the Jizium is a sitcom. Share within a share. Uh, so yeah, Joe Gacy versus Cameron Grimes again Jesus. tonight. Is, it, is that the nice. actual match that's happening? Yeah, again. They built, they built it last week. Yeah, they're building it <laughs> last year. Forever, yeah. forever. Last year it feels like God damn it. Um, the all the patter about Ray Ripley being the difference maker of the Judgment Day. That's uh, Ava Rain. Yeah, Couldn't remember her name there for a second. I'm trying really hard not to say the rock star because it's unfair. After <laughs> after a point, it's unfair. Um, Ava Rain makes a difference and please dear God let this be the end of this I Cameron Grimes has now spent so long not getting called up to the main roster I'm starting to doubt if he can like it's starting to he probably could have gone around he won the title of a Wrestlemania weekend and then he was destined to lose it straight away but he could have gone any time over the last 12 months or so and he hasn't it's like him and Mello are just stuck in a loop Mello I kind of get because he was a 2.0 creation and he was an indie guy before that yeah, but sorry, in terms of yes. WWE. He wasn't on old NXT. Not really. Whereas Grimes was, like Grimes was in the Wednesday Night War feuding over his stolen hat with Kushida. <laughs> don't, don't remind me. And he still not got out of there, basically. And I just think this, is, this has got to be it. 
Like, yes, they will win. You've got to, you've basically got to validate Everain's very existence in the group. So, of course, it's a. I'm, I'm just doing what I was critical of Cedric for by saying deconstructing the absolute fucking basics of this because you pretty much just have to. But she has to interfere. They have to win. Cameron Grimes has to leave. Cameron Grimes has to go. There is nothing more for him. He's been rich. He's been poor. He's been a baby face, a heel. He's been clean cut, sharp and sharp suit. Is it? The irony, of course, is that there is a geekening of Johnny Gargano and a geekening of uh, Mustafa Ali. If they want a short, slender work rate guy who's really obnoxious, but good at it with zingers and the like, Cameron Grimes can actually get that role that they are insistent upon happening for some reason. He could actually get it over. Yeah, we were, me and Andy were talking on the news this morning. They were saying, now nah, they've got rid of the 24-7 championship. Should we have another championship? And I was like, probably not. Um, but what, you, what a terrible what is solution this? to a problem that isn't real. What, what is you, this? AEW? <laughs> yeah. But if you're going to have a new title, a cruiserweight championship, like you say, with some of the names that you've mentioned there, and eventually Nate the Razor coming up to the main roster, I think could, could actually work. I yeah. always hate, I hated it at the time when NXT had the cruiserweight championship and Adam Cole was like, the, yeah, the NXT champion. Stupid, absolutely stupid. Like, people are too nice to the Fed, if anything. The idea that Adam Cole is your NXT champion and doesn't qualify for the cruiserweight division despite being within the sanctioned weight limit. It's not the X division. Absolutely stupid. I don't want to... Please don't manifest that into existence. <laughs> I absolutely hate the idea. Um, but yet, Cameron Grimes, just get him on Raw Smackdown. He's broad. He intersects almost better than anyone the, two, the duality of Triple H where he wants to be, I think, anyway. Actually, I don't think he does. Does he want to be the work rate PWG guy anymore? Or is that just a way to get pops on Reddit? Because if you look at his booking, he's far more Vince than Papa H. He's booking very... Um, remember in... Obviously when Nitro was kicking their ass, uh, so they had to hire, you like, see so Tracy Smothers et al. to be theoretically stars, but really jobbers. They would always lose. Jim Neidhart working as who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's starting to divide the roster up into those wrestlers as well. So you saw that on Raw. Um, it's just Cedric Alexander. I don't mean to be cruel to him specifically, but it was him this week. He's a guy that another Triple H would have pushed. Yeah. Like, Cedric Alexander can you. And there'd be all this sort of things like, oh, we're going to do more with the likes of Cedric Alexander, but he's just designated him as somebody that can lose in three minutes every week. So I think he's, he's more keen on that, but people will badly suffer as a result. People will definitely, like Ricochet is getting loads of exposure and the matches are getting better, but he cannot buy a win. He's getting his ass kicked every time he wrestles on SmackDown. I think people project a 2015 to 2018 version of Triple H onto the guy that he actually is now. Yeah, we're still learning a little bit of who we, what, like, you know. He doesn't need or want to have these slender work rate guys doing aspirational five-star matches because it makes them look good in front of fans who just want bloody rid of Vince once after, like, it's, he's got rid of Vince. Yeah. He doesn't need to be the babyface in comparison to him, so he's just learning from which he studied, and that is Vince Buchan. So maybe Cameron Grimes wouldn't fare that well, but ultimately they seem to desperately want dorks who are baby faces, and I never understand it. I hate them all, but Cameron Grimes could elevate bad material, much like everyone had to do in the Vince years. <laughs> and now in the Pepe H era, they might have to do it as well. As for this match, it'll be good, because they're both very, very talented mechanically. But the char- at least one of the characters is awful. Win for Joe Gacy? Probably. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Before we go any further though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash whatculture. Right, let's talk about the uh, women's division because Alba Fire is targeting toxic attraction. She already talk, took out... <laughs> Tony Khan booked this. This is a Tony storyline, isn't it? Yeah. Already took out Gigi Dolin, uh, targeting the, the champ who obviously celebrated a year. Um, Feuding with Alba Fire. Well, yeah. Tonight it's Alba Fire versus JC Jane, though. Five-minute win. Yeah. Is Gigi Dolin doing a stretcher job from a plume of smoke? Right, okay. she's out. Because that's the thing, she's already taken her out. She's out of action. She's well, out. She's out. So, Alba Fire. It's logical. If you break it down, Alba Fire. I know my Tony Khan storylines, mate. Couldn't wrote friggin', I wrote the friggin' book on it, she, actually. She dropped five figures on a haunted house set with extras to try and take Toxic Traction out, and that didn't work. So, she's taken to taking them out physically instead, one at a time for the rematch. That makes total sense if you break it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she kind of has to win this one because she said already next week I'm fighting for the title. Yeah. So. And she'll lose again, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've been building her for a long old time. And it's one of those where it's like maybe because of the amount of time you've invested, that surely has to be worth something in all the time they have in fact invested. There'll be drama, I guess, on that level. Mandy Rose kind of won me over a bit last week, you know. I thought she was really strong yeah, in that she celebration was good. She was good. Unless, of course, Albafire I just worked out my dates. Albafire wins this, mm-hmm. loses next week, fires the Survivor series. She's got experience in the uh, War yeah. Games match. Another another sort of Cameron Grimes type call up. They did. There was a report, wasn't there? About team with did you team with Shirai? or was she yeah. on the, yeah? She was the heels. She, Triple H apparently wants to, and he, and they need to. Um, he wants to stock the women's division with more talent, doesn't he? Which is Kaylee Race. Yeah, the non cruel way of saying it was absolutely barren for 
good wrestlers. So yeah, she'd be a went off a cliff after Evolution, didn't it? Yeah, so she'd be a good call up right now. I think could do Evolution again. Just a thought. He's the one credited with so much of it last time, so it should happen under him. Should it give him months? Since we could hit it, it'd give him months and months of goodwill. What an evolution too. Like the amount of free passes he'd get. He deserves goodwill for his, not booking of, but the representation that the women have always got under mm. his creative from pretty much day one. Mm. He deserves all of that goodwill. And I really hope it is hoisted upon him because that might, might finally shake Tony Khan from this apathetic, obligatory stupor. Well, what's probably going to shake him, yeah, if he does eventually book uh, Evolution 2, is the book of the year, obviously, when it goes to trips. <laughs> <laughs> like, not really. I was making an earnest point, and he had to ruin it by being himself. Yeah. That golden graphic with Triple H's awful stock company, Kermit the Frog corporate picture he's got. Well, he's done it before. Yeah. Book 20, of the year. 2015, he uh, got it. Deservedly so. Because, um, obviously, Gato had it on lock from like 2011 or 12 onwards <laughs> until... <laughs> <laughs> what a wanker. What an absolutely ignorant wanker <laughs> with his uninformed <laughs> opinions. Gato, quite rightly, yeah. had it on lock from like 2011, 2012 up until 2019. So Maybe 2020. That's when Big Tony... Started for really. Oh, good sorry. I, th- I thought you meant like between 2015 and 2019, Triple H won it every year. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, was gonna say for NXT, I was thinking like, bloody hell. No, no, no. no. It was just you got it the one year. You got it in 15, yeah. And Which I would say on balance would be the year as well. He shared it with someone. Triple because, H? Yeah. Uh, 2015. Like his own guy. Triple H or Ryan Ward, he does all the work. Yeah. <laughs> so Triple H slash Ryan Ward got yeah. it for the 2015 and then went back to Ghetto. Ghetto. Because it was right at the end of 2014 when Owens debuted and they did the turn on Zane. And it was pretty much perfect for the full calendar year, wasn't it? Because the year 2015 ended with... Bailey and Sasha. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That 2015 Brooklyn match. God damn it. We're nearer to the 10th anniversary of it than we are to it happening. Yeah, it's terrible. Five stars for the Brooklyn one and four and three for the Iron Woman, I think. I think you'll find it was four and a half. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying. And four and a quarter. They were like... I went five for the Brooklyn one. A lot of people at the time had the hips to take that the respect match was better, and they were wrong, but it was still very, very good. Yeah, a few too many early jitters. Everything clicked like goddamn magic in Brooklyn. There was a few jittery moments, and it was a bit long. Mm. In there too long. But uh, a worthy sequel overall, indeed. The tag division it was like trying to reinvent North American tag wrestling and they with American Alpha and the revival. Yeah, I think we here at What Culture Wrestling really prefer the Brooklyn match. Yes. Four matches still to look forward to tonight, by the way, and games. So I don't know if you've got to be anywhere, but oh, bloody hell. Settling. Yeah. Time is it? It's yeah. four o'clock. You're the one you rattling on here. You're wasting your yeah. own time, not mine. <laughs> Yeah, carry on. Sorry. Right, um, speaking of matches that could be five stars, JD McDonough <laughs> versus Axiom. No! Oh. Didn't mean to press that. That was going to be a, a mystery sound. Um, I I do think these two actually could do some good stuff tonight. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, seems pretty great, isn't he? JD McDonough. <laughs> I I think this NXT run's been massively overrated, but people were in love with that. No, they're not. Triple, they were in. It was great. What did Melzer give it? Four and three. This, the triple yeah, threat main event. True. Like people true. were praising the first singles match with. I, I just don't see. If it. you listen to Observer Radio, though, him and Alvarez just going. Drrr. Through the NXT review, it takes them three minutes because they know it's trash. Lazy. (laughs) (laughs) We commit to it. We have characters. We have special guests. Stay past our bloody working hours. This will be decent, but um, Axiom's not 
getting a win here, is he? Like, well, he's going to, JD McDonald's going to beat him, start beating the crap out of him, and then uh, Apollo Crews is going to make a save. Yeah. Because they had the thing at the end of last week's show, of course. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> one plus one is fart. <laughs> uh, Andre Chase, another one of our favourites, uh, unfortunately, um, is going to be in bad shape, I sense, after this, because Charlie Dempsey's returning to get his hands on him. Yeah, uh, and there's no Bodie Hayward, of course. I'm Charlie Dempsey, and I'm the absolute best. How do you see it going? Uh, I, Andre Chase, hasn't got a chance. Um, do you think Duke Hudson makes the save again? Yes, he's going to try and interfere, and Andre Chase is going to tell him off for interfering, and then that's how Charlie Dempsey's going to get the win. Uh, and Chase, you were going to look incompetent as a result, just like let Duke Hudson help. When oh, was Andre Chase so virtuous? When was he forbid the wrestling university doesn't look good. <laughs> I think Thea Hale's going to get knocked off the apron into the arms of Duke Hudson this yes. week. Yes. Uh, you are. Just call me butter, baby. I'm on a roll. Look <laughs> <laughs> at it, or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think He comes up with some good ideas, doesn't he? Yeah. Broken cock is there uh, right twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Hamlet, you're sort of a wrestling historian here. What's a five-minute challenge? Because that's what uh, Bruce, Bruce Creed's got with Damon Kemp. <laughs> uh, he's got to beat him in five minutes. That's it. Totally. Or is he just... Because I couldn't work out, yeah, whether he's going to beat him in five minutes or it's five minutes of him kicking his ass. And if so, why would Damon Kemp just allow that to happen? I will use my wrestling history brain here. It was popularized in 1983 in Memphis when Ric Flair mm. and Jerry Lawler had such a match. It was premised on the idea of... Jerry Lawler's kicking his ass, and very quickly, and they worked this really legendary match come angle on this premise. Somehow, I don't think Damon Kemp's going to do quite <laughs> as good a job, but hey, it hasn't happened yet, has it? It no. hasn't happened yet, so I might be biased or cynical to suggest it won't be as good. <laughs> no, it's not going to hold up. This is uh, this was done really well uh, with the ten minute challenges. Remember, like Barry Horowitz and Skip and Dustin Rhodes and Ted DiBiase, and there's some brilliant examples of this working really this well. Because it gets like really heated. You can have an only okay you match. Remember Tyler in AEW? Yeah, they were good. They should have done that. Uh -huh. If it, like it doesn't need to be much, but then in the last minute, if it gets hot and there's a bit of drama and it clocks the fans like counting down as well. Like this, it's a little bit cheat code booking, but it you know, it's it's better than if they were just having a straight up match. It'll be significantly, greatly. Yeah. And how do you see this one playing out? Uh, I think, does Damon Kemp get over the line? Yeah, probably, actually. He needs some. He needs to be arrogant about something again because he got his ass handed to him at Halloween Havoc. So, yes, I actually think he gets through it, and this is a way for them to extend the Diamond Mine story further than anybody could possibly want it to go. It's time to play the game! And that game this week, Michael Sidgwick, involves this person. You can scream my calls, but you cannot scream my fury. <coughs> Talking of calls of scripts. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll get another voicemail from him uh, this week and some uh, bloody spray painting or whatever it was he was up to. Um, but the game we play, of course, is... What words are you going to say that's a bit pretentious? <laughs> right, okay. Well, I've been studying here. I've been doing my research. Scripps <laughs> has been talking often about wanting to leave a Mac. Yeah. On NXT. Like he wants to change it forever. 
and he wants to lay down his marker as like a big deal and all the rest of it, right? So, what is a mark? Um, <laughs> so it works in a couple of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he's going to describe the mark, and there's a word that rhymes with it, which is good because that's what he does. He's a poet or something, or a rapper. I don't know. There's the wreckage I leave behind will be incredible, and my mark will be indelible. Oh, that's good. You were really close last week, weren't you? Indelible, indelible. That's good. I think there's been some foreshadowing. Bit of a ST, ST, short-term storytelling. <laughs> because uh, who returned on Monday Night Raw last night that could give us a clue into what scripts might say tonight? That's right, Mia Yim. Yes. Reckoning. Oh, no, that, was a, that was a retribution name, wasn't it, when she had got... I couldn't remember. Flies in a mask at that time. Yes, it was. <laughs> and it was Reckoning. And what was Mercedes Martinez? It was another R word, wasn't it? Because it was retribution, reckoning, and... Retaliation. Retaliation. And I love how they're all kind of... Because <laughs> I remember when my a line in an article that I wrote, it's like having a member of the Four Horsemen be called simply Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> I also like it in contrast to the others. They're like retribution, reckoning, retaliation, T-bar, <laughs> <laughs> slapjack, <laughs> and maze. Do you reckon uh, Finn Balor last night has gone right? Oh, bloody hell! All right, they've got now they've got the even, even numbers out. One thing we've really got to watch out for, especially you, Rhea. Is we should pretend there's loads of spiders on it. That could, really, <laughs> could really cost us the match. Well, not actually, not the match. Actually, it was just a one one pinfall. It was just match, she could it? get a bollock in as well after the fact. Clean your mask, man. Yeah. And when it <laughs> fell off that time. <laughs> so I've got two options here for my one. I'm not going to pick both. I'm not like that sort of uh, person. Um, so I've googled fancy words that people use. <laughs> shoot, shoot. We were with him in the office when he googled this. But I also googled. Huge pep. I also googled ejaculate thesaurus because <laughs> he uh, keeps talking why? about because he keeps talking about when I um. <laughs> okay okay. So I'm gonna go discharge. J- <laughs> That's what I'm settling on. Jizz, bust a nut, come, spooge, splooge, <laughs> tatty water. My my original choice ejaculate thesaurus is good because scripts are spunk out words, isn't it? Yeah. So, tatty water. Yeah. Nut butter. <laughs> <laughs> if he says that, then we're stopping doing it. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, so there we have it. Um, NXT. What's your word? Uh, discharge. discharge <laughs> okay. Watch as I discharge my weapons. Yeah, what was it? So you can't, you can't scream my calls, but you can. You can't scream my calls, but you can't, can't scream, scream my fury. Even though actually just wasn't there. Just ringing the day scripts. <laughs> <laughs> if it starts getting really bitchy, why haven't you returned my call? <laughs> it's been three weeks. I'm sorry, there are too many messages on this voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to leave one and can't, and they air it anyway. Oh, hell. <laughs> it's a butt dial one from Scripps this time, stuck in traffic. I wish to cancel my membership at the Performance <laughs> Center. <laughs> I'm not learning anything. <laughs> I've, I've joined a pure gym. Um... And I think that's uh, that looks. I think yeah, we've covered everything that's uh, just advertised. Women's tag team championship match, Grace Waller effect, Aaron Grimes, Joe Gacy, Alpha Fire. It's all good count for, I think. Yeah, I think that's I think that's about everything. Don't forget.
get up on me, Oh, yeah, sorry, Stax. You got, yeah, you got a match against Hank Walker, the security guy, haven't you? That's right. Who do you think's going to win, huh? What do you reckon, Hammy? Uh, you really put me on the spot here, Stax, because they kind of like, they, they like old Hanky. I think he's terrible myself. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of, he's kind of the bosses of all the uh, all the security. He's the kind of the the Hanky chief. Uh, well, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you still got it. You still got it, Stark. You think I'm going to win, Sage? Uh, no. Blart is another one for Jason. <laughs> Paul Blart. Blart. No, <laughs> Blart means uh, funny. Oh, does it? It does. Oh, Blart was spunk. It sounds like it could be both. Yeah. No, let's, let's face it. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> sorry, yeah, Stark. Sorry, Stark. You went in the room. We were talking about cum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you, like, you have a favorite synonym for it? Jizz. Okay. Yeah, right. Straight up jizz. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, in answer to your question, Starks, the um, thing is, I came very close against Shinsuke. Don't forget that. Not really. You kicked your ass. Um, you, have you won yet? Maybe in a few times? Yeah, yeah, so did two, did two dimes carry you? Mm, that's a good point. Maybe, maybe... Uh, are you down on your down on your luck, Starks? Yeah, it's not been too <laughs> <laughs> so, You would always cheers me up, though. I'm not sure if I'm going to get the win tonight against Hank Walker, but uh, I am going to be the most talked about guy because I got some jokes I'm going to drop on screen tonight. Can I run some of them by you? Yeah, just in case they're good. <laughs> in case they're bad. So, uh... <laughs> halfway. Joke, How many please. jokes have you got just so I can set myself up for disappointment if it's not three? It's three jokes. I, love, I need more than two or one. Hamlet, what do you call a security guard in bed? We can get this. Yeah. Um, is there a word that like sounds like shift? I don't know. It's a security base that rhymes with duvet. I don't know. Blanket. I don't know, Starks. You're so close. What do you call a security guard in bed? Undercover. Ah, uh, yeah, that's yeah, good, Starks. It's good. Okay. Uh, like police number two. Uh, <laughs> what is the difference between the security guard and a butcher? Chops meat. The, the job mainly. One like chops meat, yeah. and the other one. The security was yeah. mainly an overnight security guard. I just realized the, the, this the joke doesn't actually say, but uh, yeah, it's kind of important. Overnight, overnight shift, like a night, and then there's like um, night, 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 shift. night, night. Do you know what I like about this, Stacks? What's that? Uh, it sounds a bit like university challenge when they're discussing <laughs> what answer they're gonna give. I don't know, Starks. What is the difference? What is the difference between a security guard and a butcher? One stays awake and the other weighs a steak. You did it again, Starks. You're on two for two. Don't let me down with a oh, thud. God damn it. Uh, my final joke for the night. Then I got to go. I got to get the flight across the Atlantic and what have you. We're ready for the show. And what have you. <laughs> you know why, uh, 
I once worked as a security guard before I got in the uh, waste management business. You know that? I didn't, actually. And uh, as a security guard, my boss told me that my job was to watch The Office. I watched six seasons, and we got boiled ten f***ing times. That's the way I tell about that. <laughs> See you later, guys. Enjoy the show. Bye, Stacks. Oh, he's on form today, he wasn't is. he? They're all spoonerisms. That's a new genre of stacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next level. Uh, so let us know your thoughts ahead of NXT tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch there. You can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And make sure you subscribe to what Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from uh, for daily wrestling podcasts. The Raw Review, which was quite raucous today, understandably, is available right now. And we'll be back to review this show tomorrow, of course. So if you subscribe to what Culture Wrestling, this will drop into your feed as soon as it is released. But for now, this has been the NXT preview. My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thanks to Stacks. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.